So recently Misty was telling me that I don't got any songs for the bitches. So I'm gonna make song for the bitches. The B-I-T-C-H-E-S's. So I better see some bitches dancing. And playing my music. Buy my shit. I don't know about this. This is fucking weird. Okay, Misty's shaking her ass right now. I'm getting into it now. Boom, boom. <laughs> oh yeah, that's not that song. Here we go. Sorry, mom. Are you a bad bitch? Drop it like a savage. You want a fat dick? Go ahead and grab it. You want to pop it? Go ahead and drop it. Get up on it now. Ride it like a rocket. Are you a bad bitch? Drop it like a savage. You want a fat dick? Go ahead and grab it. You want to pop it? Go ahead and drop it. Get up on it now. Ride it like a rocket. Guess who's back in the motherfucking house? All the dimes with a fat ass. Yeah, make it bounce. You got a spouse? You better leave him at the house. Kaz, yeah, man. We about to pounce. Come on, bring it found. Yeah, we dirty all around bring it loud with the sound that will shut the club down what that's what we doing now we gonna say you're proud nasty women yeah man they all around cat the max see the sack bring the bag ride it lumberjack on the tarmac no drawback whisper in your ear wanna come near real player here have no fear now don't be scared the fact of the matter i'm mad just like a hatter the pockets got fatter but i leave them no ladder what they call me ricky bobby you know i shake and bake i drink all the bricotti and make the ground shake are you a bad bitch? Drop it like a savage. You want a fat dick? Go ahead and grab it. You want to pop it? Go ahead and drop it. Get up on it now. Ride it like a rocket. Are you a bad bitch? Drop it like a savage. You want a fat dick? Go ahead and grab it. You want to pop it? Go ahead and drop it. Get up on it now. Ride it like a rocket. Yeah, I'm a savage. A real nasty bad bitch. By the way, you looking damn right. You can have this. And fuck it with no average. Snap it like it's plastic. Bouncing any hotter, you'll be leaving in a casket. Dancing in that misty rain. I'm gonna make you scream my name Shake and bounce and flex that ass Twerk it out totally insane When my bitches wobble Wiggle slob is not a spit a little Hop on top and smack that ass And ride the waves up off that jiggle Just when you think I'm done Turn around and give me some Choke me hard up on my head Don't you stop until I'm there One more time when my bitches Looking fine but also vicious Shake it hard you leave it stitches Lucky charm so delicious Color don't matter man Taste that rainbow Ass get fatter can't handle just say so All my ladies in the room Been a savage since the womb Drop that ass I'll see you boom Leave your man up in a tomb Are you a bad bitch? Drop it like a savage you want a fat dick? Go ahead and grab it. You want to pop it? Go ahead and drop it. Get up on it now. Ride it like a rocket. Are you a bad bitch? Drop it like a savage. You want a fat dick? Go ahead and grab it. You want to pop it? Go ahead and drop it. Get up on it now. Ride it like a rocket. Yeah, I got a fat dick rolling with my bad bitch. Itch to go savage. You wish you could have it. You say it's so hard, but you're looking so flaccid. I got no carb. I'm a white trash classic. Don't worry, baby. I drive your ass crazy. Let me spark this blunt. First, driving Miss Daisy Feeling kinda hazy, but won't do it lazy Up the shaft to the tip, swallowing your babies My bad bitch, she cooks, she cleans Shit, she even folds up all my jeans After long days, she'll be hitting those knees And getting that dick by any means My bad me, bitch, boy, she cooks, she cleans no, Shit, she even folds up all my jeans After Come long days, she'll be hitting those knees And getting that dick by any means Welcome to Maniacal Music Musings. It's your host, Jeremy, and I'm coming straight out the gate. 
hard as hell because a monster made me. That monster is my shadow, and it's been driven to my suicide for a while now. I still don't give a fuck, though. I ain't got no guilty conscience, though I'm just here to come on everybody. My co-host, though, is over it, and rather use just the tip. He's God's old girl and just wants to get some nana. He's going to give her a great night, like she deserves, and hit rock bottom. Hopefully he doesn't cause any brain damage. Ladies and gentlemen, Chansey, motherfucking Grife. What's up? You. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Chansey, how are you doing tonight, my buddy? I'm doing great, man. Yeah, me too, me too. Tired of shit, but I'm doing great. Goddamn chickens. That's gonna be the cat. That's that's gonna be the hashtag tonight. Goddamn chickens. Yeah. So, chickens. our guest this week, she's actually the fiance of the rapper we had on last week's podcast episode and two weeks ago on live Yay. for whoever sees it, and it will now be on TikTok. We'll get to that later, though. Our guest is <laughs> the the fabulous rapper slash jugglet of Instagram, of Facebook, and everywhere else because that's how I met her, Misty Rain. What up, what up? How's it going tonight, Misty? Pretty good, pretty good. And the funny thing is, we've met, but this is actually the first time that me and Misty are really talking like face-to-face, or the best version of that as I can get at this moment. (laughs) Yeah, because we usually see each other at shows, and it's busy, and it's loud, and there's people all over. And I'm I'm on acid or fucked up, yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) 100 percent uh that's why when i i told casket that night that night that he fucking performed like i'm like yeah i don't remember you being there man sorry that was the acid trip hit when all the like the openers were on so <laughs> i don't remember yeah. you being there. <laughs> I, ca- I came to for dj paul and i came to for icp and that was about it so yeah <laughs> it was, and i think pod for a second too but that was a fun actually it might be a different show i don't fucking know they all kind of run together in your head after a while but yeah and and for those who don't know for those who see it on the ad for this podcast, there's actually a picture of me and Misty together at a concert. I had to go way back in my gallery to find it, but I did way find back. it. And from the same night, actually, no, no, not from the same night. Cause this was a different concert that Misty showed up late to. I got a picture of me with a uh, bones dub from my CD tonight, which we'll get to later. So uh, the picture of him, the picture with him, was better than the picture of Young Wicked, just because of my facial expression. So yeah. <laughs> but we will start as always with our guest CD, Misty. What CD did you bring to the table, and why did I... you bring it? What's it? Why is it important? I picked Mr. Tech Nine Strangulation One. The face of Eba on Technina, evil brain angel heart, I remain in the dark and anointed. With holy, they console me when they know we sin. Get a hold of me while they let go of me. I'm double jointed. I'm wicked and I represent the sickness. All you fraudulent feeling, I'm falling, offending the father. I'll place you in the deepest, darkest part of abyss. Nobody but you, and without any food and no agua. I'll blacken the sun on you, bitches. Sat in a dungeon and ditches. Shapping is one of your glitches. Halted. The cracking has come with the quickness. Back and I'm plundering chicks and laughing. Your dummies trip with exalted. I don't know exactly. I haven't listened to both particular, but the deluxe version, I'm assuming, has more songs on it. That probably is on the original. Okay. Yeah. The deluxe version, oh, yeah. uh, someone had given me the CD uh, forever ago, 
And I remember putting it in my car. And as soon as that first the intro, man, like what got me hooked to that to that album immediately was in the very beginning. He says, um, can't remember exactly what he says, but it basically it rhymes with "well, fuck you." So it pauses. He says, "Y'all like how we live it well," and then it pauses. And like I remember being at a show one time, and that was playing during uh, like. You know, between the sets, they play music or whatever, and the whole crowd's kind of just chilling, and they get in mm. on it, whatever. Well, that one was playing, and it got mad quiet, and everybody was just like, fuck you. I think that's so genius. to The way to set up that opening line on your album where you don't even have to say it, and motherfuckers get in there, like, they know what you're about to say, and everybody says it for you because you set it up so perfectly. I think it's genius. <laughs> it so, is. I mean, that it's... got me hooked. I mean, it's it's the same as ICP when at their concerts, all you hear is like the chicken hunt, who's going chicken hunting chants and the whoop, whoop yeah. chants, like in, between, in between every song. Like it's all yep. you freaking hear. So, and you get the random people running around with the uh, blunts and joints that will pass them out to you until security sees and they chase them off the freaking room. So. <laughs> I've had that happen a bunch of times with people. I'm just like, ain't mine. <laughs> I just hit it. <laughs> but all right. So. Chancy, I'll let you give your review of Mr. Tech Nine first. I fucking love Tech Nine, dude, for real. Like, Tech Nine almost got me like killed in an off, like weird circumstance. So uh, when I was younger, I had my appendix taken out, and uh, just before the drugs hit, and I went to sleep, like I noticed that. Every Marty Carter sounded like they were talking like this. <laughs> and it made me think of fucking uh, uh, TX9 when that part of the song where he goes, I'm on five pills in a Capagate rape. And uh, apparently that's the last thing that I said before I lost consciousness was, I'm on five <laughs> pills in a Capagate rape. So they, like, you know, oh my God. Run a blood panel. And there was like a, it was a teaching college. So there was an intern there that apparently was a Tech Nine fan. And they were like, hold on, guys. Uh, there's a song that has this line in it. So, like, let's just do one of the quick little drug tests. And if he passed, then let's not worry about it and just keep going. So they gave me one of them quick little drug tests and I passed. And I woke up, you know, in my room. And uh, when you ha if you when you have a when you have your t appendix taken out with a like a microscopic surgery, you have to get up and walk because they pump you full of air. It's it's awful. But this uh, doctor before they made me awful. do that, right? Before they before they made me do that, this this doctor who was there, who was in that room, was sitting there. And he goes, you know. You almost got yourself killed earlier, and I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean? And he's talking about the situation, and I was like, oh, I fucking love that song. And he goes, yeah, so do I. <laughs> oh gosh. But uh, yeah, when you picked Tech Nine, I was super fucking stoked. I was like, oh, this is gonna be a great episode. Yeah, I love Tech. Yes, I. Always been a fan of tech to some degree, but 
I mean, I never got hard into them like a lot of people do who are underground rap fans and hardcore fans. Like, I just never got really hard into them. He's always just had those songs that stuck out to me, and I would listen to those. But, I mean, I've listened to all his albums at one point or another, like, 100%. But he just never has – I mean, I like the people he signs better than him, if that says anything. So, I yeah, mean, I'll listen to Chris Coleco or, or Brother Lynch hung over him any day, so – I mean, I know Brother Lynch is like way, way before text time even, but still, <laughs> I'll yeah. still listen to either either of those or um, Snow to Product even. I mean, her shit's amazing. I gotta, I gotta get one of her albums in the show eventually. But yeah, but but yeah. So I mean, but this album was actually good. I I never heard any of the songs this album. I don't think, and I was actually fairly impressed with this album. I think I I had to listen to this album at one point, but I just don't think I remember it that well. Yeah. But, Misty, what were your top five? Uh, my top five, I, I wrote them down because honestly, I love the entire album, so it was hard for me to go through and like I had to pick, but I have sort of specific reasons for each one of them, and there's a memory attached to each one, and it's probably why. But uh, my top number one is Over It. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know, it's a great song, gets people pumped up, but it's it's more of one of the, as a mom, <laughs> it's more of one of the appropriate songs that I could play around <laughs> my kid, and it's not too big of, you know. Uh, it ended up to where my daughter, she's 13 now, uh, about to be 14 next month, my God. But when she was... She was probably about nine or ten years old. I used to drive. I don't know if you've seen any pictures of my Eclipse that I used to have. It was a red, yeah, um, I have. black and orange one. Okay. So picture me and her driving around. She's like ten, you know, it's with me. We're bumping friggin' over it and make waves because they come on one right after the other. So I got videos of her sitting in my passenger seat and she's just, make waves! And her hair's just flying in the wind and it's awesome because with both of those songs, that video that I have, it's somewhere on my Facebook, but that video that I have is imprinted in my mind as the whole memory from that day. So if you watch this 30 second clip, it's one of the best memories I have with her when she was younger that's music related. You know, it's it was just a fun day. She was loving it. She's in the, you know, we're jamming and she's just, it was great. It was a good time. But other than that, the song itself is fun. Like I said, it's a, it's a good, it's a good one for, you know, to get people amped up. If you're going to the gym or you're on your way to work and you don't want to go or whatever, it's just fun to jam to, you know? hundred percent. Yep. So let's see. My number two is nobody cares. That is one of the best ones to me because I know it's very heartfelt. Uh, he talks about a lot of, if you, if you really pay attention, there's a lot of things in there that you're just like, hmm, wow, these things that I didn't know, you know? Um, and then it's also kind of a positive message, if you think of it in a way of, even though you feel like nobody cares, people still do, people around you do. So no matter what, you're feeling shitty, you're having a bad day, nobody cares. It's my life, you know. It's just something to remind you to keep going. It's your life, no matter what. It doesn't matter if anybody cares or not. It's for you. If you care, that's what counts, you know. Exactly. 
Uh, let's see. My number three for that one is American Horror Story. Uh, yes. <laughs> first of all, I love the show, and I don't even know if it. I don't know if it had any correlation with that. It just That's funny. To be a happy, it had that correlation. You know, it had happy to. accident. I was I was kind of hoping so because I freaking love American Horror Story, but the song itself, the beat, you know, the song comes on and it's got that. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a. It's like a woodpecker on crack. You know, it's like, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Okay, yes, so that song, that yes. that first sound comes on, and you're like, "What is this?" And then it's got that creepy girl in the background. Like, I love it. I love it. The creepy, creepy text. It's fun. <laughs> um. So then my number four is hard. That one I still remember the first time I heard it. I'm cracking up about how geniusly hysterical it is. Like, to, I'm just picturing him writing the song, and like something somebody talked about being constipated, and he was like, "My shit is hard." <laughs> I could just picture him like fucking around in the room, you know what I mean, and just coming up with that and being like, "Oh my god, I'm, I'm fucking I'm writing it. I'm writing it." And then uh, my number five, which again. This was just because I had to pick between all of the rest of them. The is the intro, the Strangulation one, and I already kind of talked about that a little. Um, I think it's a great hook for the beginning of an beginning of an album. To I don't know. I don't know if other people appreciate that part as much as I do. It just got me like I was like, oh my god, this is fucking awesome! Like the the first verse, I was like, yes, I'm in. You know. So I think it's pretty cool that just doing something like that and getting it going makes you makes you want to listen to the rest of it, you know, instead of just skipping over shit or whatever. So. Oh yeah, you need a good you need a good opening track. You always do. Yes. Otherwise, yeah, good intro is the best. Back in the day, if the C's I picked up Fye didn't have that opening intro, fucking that was amazing. Then you were getting yep. it back on the shelf, and I would go to the next CD. So. Yep. If all my if all my bands if all my bands didn't do that shit, I would not be listening to them at all. So, hundred percent. Yeah. And that uh, I'm aging myself there by saying FYE, but you know, they still exist in some places. I think. That's but, all right. I was around for Blockbuster and stuff too, so it's fine. Oh yeah, I I can't wait to I can't wait for that I can't, can't wait for that Netflix series to come out about Blockbuster, but. My cat's making a special appearance. Yes. Oh, Ch- Chancey's cat makes appearances from time to time. He always, yep. he, he always he always has his pussy hanging around. Yeah, they're always <laughs> jumping around. So, Chancy, what are your top five good so? Uh, well, my number five was literally all of the uh, the strangulations. All four, all four of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four for me was make waves. Which is what I thought that's what was funny how you said you was, you know, one that you played and uh number three is American Horror Story, which was also <laughs> funny for me. Uh which also honestly two and three could have honestly it could have been interdependent. It could it could have been swapped out either way for me, but number two was uh Fear. I really liked that one. Uh yep. Number one for me, I'm a big sucker off for intros as well. I love the intro, but uh, 
I knew that, you know, Jeremy would probably be like, I don't accept that. that that's, I refuse to accept that as an answer. So I also provided an actual song for a number one slot, and that's straight out the gate. That's a good song. Yep, you. that is also a good one. I do have to actually, real quick, fear. Um, so since I picked the intro for my number, you know, my last one right there, I'll slide that in there too. That one, dude, the first time I heard that song, I bawled my eyes out. Yeah. Because again, it's one that you can feel the whole, like, it's almost as if you were there or you're watching a movie of it happening, you know? And the love that he had for his mom, has for his mom, is beautiful, you know? For so, sure. I'll just throw that out there. Yes, fear is a good choice. <laughs> oh, feel free to interrupt Chancey or myself at any time. Okay. I interrupt Chancey constantly. <laughs> Chancey, your list continues, sir. Uh, actually, no, that's my top five right there. I gave them out. Oh, okay, sorry. I was already with kids for a second there. I tried to mute my headphone pictures of them, but it's all good, man. Goddamn kids. I'll say that too. Goddamn kids. Goddamn chickens. But <laughs> our guys say goddamn chickens because they're all chickens. But my top five, and I actually had four honorable mentions because I did like a lot of songs on this CD, hundred fucking percent. I yeah. mean, there's some songs I was like, eh, is this over yet? But my honorable mentions are Over It, Great Night, because I love any song that's about giving a woman a good night, so I'm 100% for that song. Oof. American Horror Story, of course, was in my honorable mentions, because it, it couldn't make my top five, but definitely was an honorable mention, because it was just so good. And yeah. 100%, 100% in the time it came out, it had to be related to American Horror Story in some degree. Yeah. And Stra Strangulation 3 was on my honorable mentions too. Which is funny because my number five was Strangulation 4. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, that one was just banging. Like, everybody that was on it was just so good. And I think that's the one that Recognize was on. I love Recognize. Like, he's a big yeah, rapper. <laughs> number four is Sutmeek. Because that song's hilarious. I was driving back from New Hampshire at that point getting cigarettes. I was dying laughing, so... And of course, because number four th through two are all related in some way. Number three is hard. A monster made it because that song made me die laughing, and I was like, "Damn, this beat's good! Like, <laughs> holy shit!" That's true, though. That beat is fucking awesome. Yeah. And number number two was not enough for kind of the same reason as number four because it was just it was just a actually number whatever on, in my honorable mentions because that was a good one. Like that and Great Night are just like. Oof, these, these songs give me ideas for tonight. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> and number one, there was no way else. No, there was no way, no, not no, any other song was going to be number one. It's a remix, too, because I've heard the original, but this remix was booming. And that's straight out the gate because Surge and fucking Tech Nine together is fucking incredible. Like, yeah. I, want them, I want them to do a whole CD together. Like, that'd be incredible. That would be yeah. great, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'd be so I'd be so down to see that. Like, and actually, if if they actually perform live that the song live together at some point, that'd be amazing. But somehow, I don't think they tour in the same circles. But I don't know. Maybe at festivals or some shit. <laughs> but, Chancy, what do you want to do next, sir? My CD or your CD? I'll let you pick. I mean, we could go with yours. I don't care. I don't mind going last. You want to save my hatred for last? I mean, honestly, 
if you look beyond your own bias and hatred, the fucking there are really solid bars. There are really okay. good songs on this album. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Don't <laughs> worry, Chancy. I'm gonna tease you, but I'm gonna, I'm not gonna leave you hard. So I have two. I have a top five for both the skits and the songs. So of course, of course you do. Of course you do. All right, we'll go my CD next, and I've been waiting to bring this CD and this band on to the show for a while. I just need the right guest to put it on, and my my new Misty was coming on, and I was originally going to go with some Razakel or some Smalls one, but I was like, you know what? No, this is my chance. This is my opportunity. So I love it that you picked A and B. I love so it. I picked, I picked another rap group on that because. I've met Esham. We talked about him. Actually, no, I haven't met Esham. I, 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 I take that back. I have not met the master of rap himself, Esham. I will eventually, hopefully. If I went to leave the weekend last week, I could have. But anyway, mm-hmm. which Misty and Justin were at last weekend. But so it's a good I, time. It looked like a good time. I Goddamn kids. But <laughs> I, yeah, I would have loved to have been there. So many good artists. So many good artists. But and I, oh yeah, Scum. Scum's the one I met before that has been in the show before. Even though Chancey couldn't even finish the album because he was sick and he couldn't. Dude, get I was going to say, I was fucking sick, man. I tried. I tried. <laughs> Scum's good for when you're sick, though. Scum's good for when you're sick, drunk, sober, <laughs> feeling perfectly healthy, everything. Scum is amazing. Agreed. <laughs> and I've done Jaeger, I've done Jaeger bombs with him. He's amazing. So. Yeah, he's a good ass dude. Actually, well, that was at the show you came late to because you came when it was like over Misty, but it was a show with Scum, Axe Murder Boys, Lex the Hexmaster, and I think um, Cadaver. Where? Was, was that was in, the one that was in... It was in Worcester. Like New York or I, some shit? Oh, no, okay. It was, it was in Worcester, but it, was, it wasn't at the Palladium. It was at like some other small-ass, like green something, like the small-ass place I've never heard of before, like... And like we went there for the show, and there was only like twenty people pops of the whole concert. It was actually pretty cool. Yeah, got got to smoke cigarettes with all freaking M and E artists and scum, and like freaking just smoke cigarettes and blunts and talk to them and shit. Like it was awesome. Yeah, the smaller shows is sometimes the best for that reason. Totally got to fucking hear A and B hate on Violent J, but yeah, (laughs) because that was right around that time. But and everybody, everybody, everybody who matters knows what I'm talking about. Can't tell us when later. It's okay. So, I picked A and B. Oh, cut and stitched. Yeah, I just, I picked the A and B. X Murder Boys, cut and stitched. See you looking at me and fucking me with your eyes. I'm like, damn, I think I might have to take care of this bitch. But what's that moldy, crusty shit up on her lip? I fuck it. this bitch with 30 thoughts in her mind. I could roll with the hoe, but I won't be very kind. Gotta tell the truth, I really like her a lot. Even though she got a few bald spots, she kinda hot. This is my new chick, and she the best to me. Only half a date, and I'm already tapping that pussy. I got raw in that yeast infection netting. Shit's frothy and foaming like a tall glass of Guinness. Oh, damn. From a number of BDs, and she's a 
trick from working on her knees You seen she's a trained pro And always good for a fuck The bitch looking like a skinny ass job of the hut She's so old Because I like their older shit better than their newer shit by 100%. Like, it's just classic horrorcore rap, and it's just genius. I mean, even though I was told by someone in Worcester that they stole that, that contest to become a Psychopathic Records member, they told I, I was told they stole somebody's uh, vote box so they wouldn't win. But I don't know how much I believe that story, by, as it was by a guy in a bar who claimed that him and his friend there were rappers at the gathering that year. But I mm. don't know. See, I've heard a story, but it wasn't the same story. I honestly don't even remember what it was at this point, but it wasn't anything to do with something like that. So I'm wondering yeah, if now I, they're just stories. Like you know how the juggalo community, you know, you know how it goes down sometimes. Oh, I mean, these guys weren't even juggalos anymore. Like they weren't going to the concert. They're like, no, fuck A and B. But yeah, like I don't know. They could have just been some salty drunks. I don't fucking know. I mean, they made. <laughs> Like they knew enough to know what the fuck juggalo culture was about, like to talk about it, but like they right. didn't, I don't know. They might not they weren't jugglers anymore, but they were jug hoes. But <laughs> juggernauts. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean so yeah, that was a fun that was a different concert completely too. That's the fun thing. That was like a ICP concert <laughs> that I happened to be at a bar down the street that I always went to from the Palladium and that some, some random guy tried telling me that while I'm trying to get some whiskey down. So yeah. But <laughs> Cut and Stitch is one of my favorite albums of theirs. I mean, don't get me wrong, God, God's uh, God's Hand and Blood In, Blood Out, are, and Unforgiven Forest are all amazing. Seas well, I could have went with any of them, but Cut yeah. and Stitch has a few songs I love the most from A and B, and they didn't do any of them at that show. That's the one thing that pissed me off is like I even asked them to do a couple, and they're like, ah, oh, man, we're doing all our new stuff, and Young Wicked's gonna do some of his solo stuff. I'm like, ah, balls. <laughs> time machine. We need a time machine, but. So, Misty, as a guest, what did you think of this album? Let's see. So, first off, I'm going to start. I love A&B. I love their old stuff. I love their individual stuff. I know a lot of people like to make jokes and <laughs> all that fun stuff. You know, the Lotus deal and all that stuff, which Dark Lotus is forever in my heart. I got the shit tatted on me. Like, it's forever. God, I miss Dark Lotus. In there. Regardless of all that stuff, them together as Axe Murder Boys, I am honestly disappointed they haven't gone further than just the underground. I feel like if people outside of the underground would listen to them, at least one song here or there or just something, they would end up being a lot bigger. But first of all, people hate is going to hate, you know. <laughs> so a lot of people 
don't even really know that this underground culture like this exists when all they listen to is the radio and YouTube and fucking TikTok and shit, you know, it's, it's, we are our own thing and it's awesome. So that being said, this album of theirs, I actually had only heard two songs from this album beforehand. Oh my God. So yes. So listening to it, I was very proud. Okay. So I don't know if it sounds stupid, but coming from somebody that's just starting off in the music industry and just kind of finding my voice and finding, you know, I'm always going to be me, but like, you know, you hear old Eminem or old Tupac, you can hear the baby voice, you know, old ICP, you can hear the baby voice, the old, you know, they were young. Now, when I listen to Axe Murder Boys and their newer shit, because it's all what's going on now, it's like, I listen to this and I'm like, holy fucking blast to the past like it's they get their, <laughs> you know it's it's the their first i don't know if it was their first album but it's it's you can tell it's one of the first it's the older yeah that's like, one of their, I think it's of their second album actually it's yeah it's um it's actually a uh like uh ah what the fuck's the word um like a compilation like almost like a compilation album. album okay yeah, it's okay like, it's almost like a compilation album that they put out it it was actually after Unforgiven Forest, I'm pretty sure, and it was after yep. um it was after uh, Blood and Blood. I love Unforgiven Forest. Yep. But and I mean, so it was after those two CDs, and then like they just threw it together as like a compilation CD from all their old stuff that like they haven't put on any CDs yet. So okay. Besides, yeah, because that... for some reason Quicksand's on like five fucking CDs. I don't know why it's a horrible song, but yeah. <laughs> you were saying though, Misty. Uh no, that was that's pretty much it actually. So to to go on with my list, um, oddly enough, they all kind of go in order of the album. So my number one, my favorite song uh, out of all of them. Ch- Chancey gets to review it first before we give our top fives. Oh oh, my bad, my bad. It's all good. It's all good. Oh, it's everybody does it. Honestly, like I. I didn't hate it, you know, because, like, you know, there's times where I'm just like, fuck, man, really? I didn't get that at all with this. It was actually kind of like, it felt like I was uh, almost like I was at a gathering waiting, you know, waiting for somebody, you know, waiting for the uh, waiting for the guys to go up on stage or something, listening to an opening act. And I was easily able to find uh, a top five. So I mean, the able—I mean, for me to be able to do that without any problem, definitely. I can't say that it's something that I would have sought out and listened to on my own, but it, it's definitely something I would uh, probably put on a list. Like now that I have heard it. I mean, you gotta think about it, dude. At this point, they were actually considered like the next ICP, right? Like, everybody thought because like Twisted never quite was called the next ICP. They were their own element, but right? A and B was almost like the next version of ICP, but they just I don't know they they got fucked over by record deals and shit and everything else too. Like a lot of people did in that label, so yeah. they just they didn't get to put out as much as they should have in the years they were on it, basically. All right. I'll give my top five first since it's my CD. 
<laughs> and I had three honorable mentions for this, which was actually funny because I had less for this, less for my CD that I did for tech. But my three honorable mentions, of course, are actually more kind of related. <laughs> Our last letter, and because it, it's a, that's I mean I love that song. It's a good song, and it reminds me of a DJ Clay song too. But Deathbed, of course, I'd be in my honorable mentions because it's. I mean, this whole album just speaks to like life in a hundred percent ways. Like it all speaks to like life, the good and the bad. So Deathbed was just amazing. And My Shadow, which almost made my top five. Almost, but it got pushed out by one of the songs at the end of the CD. But My Shadow is an amazing song. I love that. I love that song. I mean it's like schizophrenic as shit, but I love it. Like it's funny. My number five, which is what pushed my shadow out of the top five, is Honor. Because that's just like, I love the way they end the CD with that. I love that track. Mr. Forrest, Mr. Ouija Man, because that's just like a magical, it's almost like a magical ICP song. Like, that's just the way it sounds. <laughs> love that, yeah. Number three, and Chancey's going to get a chuckle out of this one because it was related to last Sunday a lot. Number three is Dreaming of My Suicide. <laughs> because I mean, yeah, I get dramatic sometimes and like to fucking send out fake suicide shit. So, so oh my god, you know, three three quarters of a bottle of uh, Jim Beam after gastric surgery don't help with that either. But so yeah, so Dream of My Suicide had to be number three. It had to be. I mean, I, I do love that song. Just uh, it's it's a sad song, but when they when they beat those sad songs, they do them right. Yeah. And number two, of course, is mm, the song I begged Bones Dub to do it that night in that show. I begged him, and all he said is, that's a funny song. So number two is Old Girl, because I love that song. <laughs> that's that's one of the first A&B songs I ever heard, and I fuck, I've heard both versions of that song, the remix on the CD and then the original. <laughs> and the both songs are so fucking amazing. Like, it's the funniest shit ever. I mean, Chansey, it's right up your aisle with all the fucking... Uh, necrophilia and shit but <laughs> i mean <laughs> i suppose and number one number one is 100 percent what i think is the best song on the cd it's a song that actually made me want to pick this cd of the other four i could have deserved because that song is just so like you question things when you hear that song the first time like it changes your life outlook when you hear that song i think so like it's almost like a um, classic, like rock song, like about a tale of like a night, like a night that teaches lessons. I can't think of the fucking classic rock song I'm thinking of at this moment, but <laughs> I can't. But hey, there's too many I'm thinking of right now that are, I can't think of the one I really reminds me of. But it's just classic, and I love Deserve. Every time I listen to that, every time that song would come up randomly on my fucking iTunes, I would be like, yes. Like it'd be like every five months, but I'd always be so happy when it happened. But. <laughs> Those are my top five, and as our guest, Misty gets to go next. Alrighty, so my top five. So I'm gonna start. My number one favorite one was My Shadow. Uh, I like the storytelling vibe of it. I like the. Uh, I don't know. I never thought of My Shadow having its own. Right. I don't know. It's yeah. It's dope. Like. How do you know? Because there's a shadow. Like, that's right. What? That's such a good idea. That's a fucking good uh, line. Yeah. The hook is, is just 
Okay, so my number two spot was Deserve. Um, same thing. It's there. It's a good good story song, so right. you can envision everything that's happening. You know. Right. Uh, number three is Haxio Face. That one just got me fucking got me bopping. You know. Uh, my number four is Dreaming of My Suicide. Same thing. It's very heartfelt. You can, you know, you just, I know a lot of people don't like to talk about it, but I know a lot of people have felt that feeling. Right. So, yeah. And then, uh, my last one, now that he's, <laughs> now that he said what he said when we started this, I don't even want to say it, but it's quicksand. <laughs> I just, I've heard, I, I, I used, to, I used to listen to A and B like through their whole discography from beginning to end at work days and at certain days, and Quicksand would be on like three or four CDs, and it was like so ridiculous <laughs> at that point that I had to keep hearing this fucking song. Like, you're like, all right, I've heard it a hundred times now. Go away. Honestly, like listening to it, I feel like I'm playing that one level in Super Mario. I fucking hate with the sun trying to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then, in my defense, it was my first time hearing it, and I really liked. I liked it. <laughs> I mean, I like the beat like in the the vibe. I mean, I mean, I like the whole beat and like the whole like oh thing like in the yeah. like in the over like like. Yeah, I mean, it sounds ominous and shit, and like it makes you think of actually being stuck in a desert somewhere. But it's just like, come on, like I've heard this. <laughs> like I literally had people that worked with me that were like, "This song again?" <laughs> <laughs> right? Here we heard this. And I'm like, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's I mean, quicksand is not a bad song first time you hear it, but after like five thousand plays, it gets so overdone, like so overdone. Yeah. So. Chancy, what were your top five? And I'm hoping one of them was quicksand for just for that reason. <laughs> uh, actually, no, it was it was not. Thank God. Uh, number five was uh, two strikes. I, I like that song. I do, but it just couldn't make my yeah. Uh, number four was hacks your face. Ah, I do love that song, but. Yeah, that to me that's an ICP copycat song, basically. <laughs> Number like, three was Mr. Queechman. Yeah, I knew you'd, I knew you'd like that one. Uh, Number two is Where's Your Mind At? Uh, see, that's a song I almost made my honorable mentions, but I do love that song. And uh, I had a, uh, a two-way tie for number one for me. Uh, one of them was uh, God's Hands Coming, and the other one is My Shadow. Of course you chose the fucking ad. <laughs> you would. You would. Every time. Anytime. If you ever fucking, every time you present me with an album that's going to have an introduction or like something that's got a really short runtime. It's coming on the list, like somewhere. Wait, Whether wait. It's... So you're number one. You're number one with my shadow. Yeah. Well. Okay. So I like. Too. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. Like. <laughs> so like. I also did the ad. There's like a little like like I don't know how long it is. Like a minute long song called "God's Hand Is Coming." But oh, okay. It's, okay. It's considered a track on the on the album. 
and yeah it's been a it's been like a long-running joke for of of mine that i always put it either at my number one but like i always have like a secondary like actual song to throw (laughs) in there so that way it's not like just like me being a dick yeah like but like with my album, I have a whole top five of just like, just like intros and bits and skits and <clears throat> the whole fucking thing. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. You didn't like Old Girl? I can't believe Old Girl wasn't in your top five. Like I thought you would love that song. You and I mean, it was and, uh, it, it was not it wasn't. Like, on... You like Chloroform Girl for God's sake. I know <laughs> I, it was one of those ones like. I was trying to choose. I was in a hurry. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I didn't get. It's not that I didn't get it all the way through it. I just didn't give it a proper a proper listen. You bastard. I, I was. <laughs> I was try, I, I did not know that I would have extra time to do so. But by the time I had done it, I had already picked my five. So I was like, "Fuck it, I got my five. Jancy, what was your CD and why'd you pick it? So mine was the uh, Slim Shady LP. Alright, stop. Now before you walk in the door to slicker store and try to get money out the drawer, you better think of the consequence. Who are you? I'm your motherfucking conscience. That's nonsense. Go in, gaffle the money, and run to one of your aunt's cribs and borrow a damn dress, the fun of a brown wig. And I'm telling you, need a place to stay. You'll be safe for days if you shave your legs with grenades, razor blades. Yeah, but if it all goes through like it's supposed to, the whole neighborhood knows you and they'll expose you. Think about it before you walk in the door first. And I picked it because uh, when Casket was on, he picked the Marshall Mathers LP. And I was like, hey, it would have been funny if you would have picked the Slim Shady LP. And since, you know, they were like, oh, hey, we're going to have Casket's fiance come on. And I was like, I know an album I'm fucking picking. (laughs) But I also do enjoy the album itself. Like, I was trying to tell you, you know, Jeremy, you know, if you just look behind, if you just go beyond your bias and hatred, there are fucking awesome songs on this album. And it's just, it's, it's fucking frustrating that you have such a, you know, like they even buried their own beef. Just like, you should let it go, man. Let it go. They did not bury their own fucking beef. They sent their cronies to do it. They, the, the (laughs) two, the two main people with the beef didn't show up even. Yeah, well, you know. And Eminem's still throwing Eminem's still throwing words at them since like 2017 or 18. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's Eminem though. I mean, if he throws words, that's almost like an honor. Dude, I'm waiting for the day a bunch of I have to agree with that. Uh, Yo, if Eminem me. said my name, I don't even give a fuck what he's saying about me. He knows me. Right? <laughs> like like that fucking Facts. that video of Hobson Hobson flipping out. He's like, I inspired the logics, the Hobsons, blah, blah, blah. and Hobson's like, he knows my name. Like that would be me, right? I would die. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. Well, it's actually it, it's it's actually funny because when I first started listening to Hobson back in like 2010, 12, like I actually called him Black Eminem when I, when I would tell people like, what he's like. <laughs> I'm like, he's Black Eminem. 
Like yeah. his song crazy. It's song crazy sounds like an Eminem song hundred percent. So I mean it just yeah, I always call them fucking uh black Eminem. But thank you. Misty, <laughs> uh what is your view of this C D? So my view of the C D reminds me of my brother. And I say that because having, if it weren't for having an older brother, I probably would have never gotten into any of the hip hop shit that I that I do enjoy nowadays. Or I guess I can't say probably never. I don't know if I would have, because um, let me tell you, back then I was a Spice Girls girl all the way, <laughs> like Spice Girls oh, platforms. So was Chancy. so um my brother this is one of the albums that you know i'd come home from school and he's doing his chores and my mom used to have this big ass radio in the living room and it was one of the ones that you know it had like two cassette tape things and it had the really big tall speakers they were like four or five feet tall and it had a whole bajillion buttons on it and i don't know what the hell half of them did because i was a kid but he had this freaking cassette tape that was always in that thing so much that it like ate the tape and it was the Slim Shady LP. And it was just, I don't know. It's so, it's pure nostalgia for me. Pure nostalgia. Nice. Every single song is like, I remember listening to it when I was like 12 and I'm like, oh my God, what is this? Like, I had no idea half of it, what he was talking about, but I was like, I love what this sounds like. Like the beats get you hooked. Like, it's great. I don't know. That's very awesome. nostalgic for me. I'm so happy <laughs> that you said that because I was like, yeah. "All right," you know. I was worried that she'd be like, "Oh fuck." Oh no! Good, cho- good. It was a great pick. I see. I I never like I've listened to the a few of the songs or whatever the you know um, the what ICP made and the things that Eminem said about them and vice versa. And I don't know. I'm never really want to get into it because it's not my like. Right. I don't know them personally, and even if I did, it's not. I my like both beef, of. I like. You know? I like both of them. It's yeah. It's not my beef. I like ICP. I like Eminem. Fucking, they can yes. exist separate from one another. Exactly. Before they, Before they die, I can guarantee they'll do a song together. Oh, probably. Mm. Because. And you know what? It would probably be fucking awesome. Probably. It would, it would be probably be fantastic. Epic. Yeah. I mean. Hell, they should get Isham on that too. But um, because I mean, and hell, get Kid Rock for old time's sake if he's still alive, even. But GCJ. Uh no, dude, we're t- we're talking Detroit legends. We're not talking just ICP. Well, made I guess if it's just show. if it's just Detroit, then I guess fucking okay. But well, no, because Eminem, Eminem did this video back like probably almost ten years ago, where like it was talking about like the legends of Detroit, and it showed like him and Kid Rock, and I'm like. And like even on uh, ICP Theater, the short-lived show they did, where they watched music videos and comment on them, they're like, (laughs) "Yeah, I know it was such an amazing show. I was so pissed they canceled it." But they're like, "It should have been ICP, Kid Rock, Eminem." I mean, they didn't mention Eshaam because they've been feuding with him for a while now, and like he basically says he's done with ICP. But I mean, Eshaam inspired ICP. Eshaam and ICP inspired Eminem and they inspired Twisted and everybody else in Detroit that finally came out of Detroit. And ICP inspired 3-6 Mafia and Cottonmouth Kings. So they both have said it. Mm-hmm. That's why that's why it's HCP, because they wanted to be close to ICP like that. But but Eminem, his first CD, which 
I had never actually listened to his whole first CD all the way through because we weren't allowed to have explicit lyrics when we were kids. And I've heard my top five, most of my top five basically has been, I heard when I was a kid on mixed, on mixed CDs that fucking we download, we would download this shit off LimeWire. We never got a full CD. It'd just be like fucking the songs that were on like MTV and shit. Or there's just the songs you <laughs> heard people talking about. But so, but I mean, in my opinion, this Eminem's first CD is one of his fucking worst CDs. Like, I'd rather listen to fucking Encore. I'd rather listen to fucking um, Relapse, I think it's called. The the first one he did when he came back after getting clean, which him getting clean was the worst mistake ever. I'll say that. But, well, not for his health, but for his music, it is. But, yeah. I mean, I would have picked one of those two CDs <laughs> over either of the last two of them CDs I had to listen to. So, 100%. I mean, Encore is one of the greatest albums ever. Like, that, that album is just fucking hilarious. Like, I love that whole fucking album. So, but that's my review of this CD. It was, there are some that I remember, and I'll get into why I love these songs when I get to them. But, Jancy, your CD, your top five. Uh, well, which one would you like me to start with? <laughs> do, this, do the skits first. Give it another way. Uh, my top, my number five skit was the PSA, the public service announcement. <laughs> uh, number four was Lounge. Uh, number three was Bitch. Number two was Paul. And, of course, number one, the number one skit on that whole ass fucking album is always going to be Ken Kniff from Connecticut. <laughs> Automated piece of shit. <laughs> I love it. Uh, my number five song was Bad Meets Evil. Uh... Number four was Come On Everybody. Mm-hmm. Number three was Role Model. Uh, number two was If I Had. Dude, if I Had is probably one of my favorite. Like, it's it, it's not it not not so much that it's so much one of my favorite. It's just I think that it's such an underrated song. Like, just in general, it it it. it it has so much truth to it and it's just you can hear the the like well the sadness and the hunger mm-hmm. disappointment all the things that get him going through the album like all the emotions that he put forth in the rest of the album are really encapsulated in that one song and my favorite song on the Slim Shady LP is always going to be My Name Is because it was my first song of his that I ever heard because I saw it on fucking MTV2 like late at night. All like, what the fuck is this? Dude, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> All right, Misty, what are your top five before I tear chances? My top five. Let's see. So... My number five is My Fault. That's a good one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that was the same thing. It's a one that you can, like, you could feel it. Like, if you were in that position, you'd be like, I, you know. And then, uh, let's see. My number four is Brain Damage. That's a good one, too. Number three is Guilty Conscience. Uh, number two is Come On Everybody <laughs> and my number one is If I Had yeah. because uh, same I think it's very underrated I think it's 
very it's full of emotion and just you can i i love music that you can when you feel it or you can put yourself in their shoes or you can envision it happening and shit like that that's my favorite Right. I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not a giant fan of just this random, like, you know, sometimes if they're catchy, I'll like it, but no, I like the, I like the things that tell stories. And if I had is one that's always, even like I said, I'm listening to this as a 11, 12 year old little kid. And I was like, wow, <laughs> you know, I could, I even, even then at that young of an age, I could feel the like you said, you can feel the anger, you can feel the pain and the sadness and the just all I can I can hear him saying, What is life? I don't know. It's just it's cool. What is money? Yes. Money makes a man act funny. Mm-hmm. And yet cash rules everything around me, but <laughs> it's true though. Call back. Call back. Unfortunately. All right, so for um, Slim Anus' CD, I have <laughs> two honorable mentions, actually. And I actually just added this one honorable mention because I thought about it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, no one said this song yet, so I'm going to fucking add my honorable mentions because I have to. And that's 97 Bonnie and Clyde. That was a good one. Yeah. That, that, that shit is dark. That like, was this close to being on my list. It was a good one. That, I mean, yeah. I can I can actually relate to that with some Maxis, but that shit is dark. Like, like when you actually think of doing that shit in real life, like you go to some dark fucking places, and that song is just dark. Like, yeah, it made me respect your respect Eminem for like a second. When I heard him like, oh my god, how have I never heard this? Like, that's insane. I I have not heard this mentioned in anything. Like, I was surprised that's not fucking like TikToks getting made fun of and shit. Like how dark it is, but. <laughs> Oh, if those little TikTok kids ever find that, it's gonna they're gonna try to cancel Eminem. Oh right. Like, <laughs> oh my god, did you all know that he fucking did this this one time? <laughs> they're like, uh yeah, dude, that's why we bought the fucking albums. We wanted to see what happened next. We wanted to see <laughs> if he did it. <laughs> we Note needed a part two, okay? Right. So. Note to sell. Post that on TikTok. But <laughs> <laughs> My other honorable mention was Still Don't Give a Fuck because Still Don't Give a Fuck is a damn good song. I it's mean, a great fucking song. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not as good as uh, Fuck the World, but yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> Valid. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that, dude. I'll give you that. No argument yeah. there. Number five was Get You Mad because I did like, like that's basically my personality right there. Like, I'm going to get you mad, so fuck yeah. <laughs> And number four, of course, and I match with Chansey on this, is Come On Everybody, because I love that fucking song. Like, I actually yeah. never heard that song till, the, till this week. So that song's actually mad good. And yet, with all these songs I mentioned so far, and fucking Q picked As the World Turns for the fucking 90s bracket. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> As the World Turns is, like, one of the worst songs on this fucking CD. Like, you could have picked so many better ones. Like, oh, my God. Right. Like, if I had specifically for real, like, oh, oh dude, no, I my, that my number one, he, he should have picked. I should have picked my number one. I didn't even fucking think of it. I forgot the song existed for the last 20 years. But number three was Brain Damage because I do remember that song from when I had uh, an Eminem mixtape back before I even really became a drug. Well, I don't know if you know, I was a drug at that point, but like, it was just like, 
I had a mixtape of his songs that I liked, actually. Before you succumb to your hatred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he's a bitch boy. Because Eminem ain't nothing but a bitch. And number two is 100% rock bottom, because I didn't realize that was from his first CD. I heard that, like, in the early 2000s. I thought it was, like, from, like, one of his newer CDs. Like, I thought it was from, like, Encore or something. Like, oh, yeah. I was, am- I was amazed I was on his first CD. I was like, like, rock bottom. I always loved that song. And my number one, oh, so many good memories of watching this video on MTV. But my number one is 100% guilty fucking conscious. Because the funniest thing was we had a mixtape and we were in Florida with my dad, I think, when he was living down there. And that song came on. And it gets to the part where it's like, she's only 15. And Dr. Dre's like, well, she got hair in her bush, don't she? And my And my dad's in the car hearing this. And he just like, chuckles to himself he's like that's bad <laughs> and it's like that's <laughs> it's, it's all that's all he said but he's just like he like kind of like chuckled to himself was like that's bad <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> I, I, that, that, that one memory of that song and I, I do love it's funny because i actually told Raza Kell on her facebook page like 10 years ago that she that skr at the time before they just <clears throat> became nothing should have done like a fucking guilty conscious like version of like an album with icp like devil versus god like make a fucking album out of it like it'd be amazing but mm-hmm. she's she's kind of left it off and was like we'll see and yeah that never happened but that's because sick tank's a fucking asshole but we talked about that last week but, <laughs> yeah those are my top five because guilty oh, guilty conscious i forgot about oh my god i, I can't believe I forgot about it and i mean how do you bad meets evil is fucking horrible chancy <laughs> oh man that's not that bad I and I mean, oh, actually, okay. And in honor of Harvey, I will mention that um, the one song from Wild Wild West is on the CD. And I mean, the fact that Eminem is rapping for Will Smith is a whole nother story. <laughs> I mean, and, and that's after Eminem fucking makes fun of Will Smith saying, Will Smith doesn't cuss in his rappers. And his raps. Well, I need to, so fuck you. But like, <laughs> that's after he did that and uh, I think that was what my name is. Nah. Oh no, that was uh that was It was I think it was in the second album that he did that. Yeah, oh yeah, he I think it's the real Slim Shady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when he said that shit. Will Slim Will yeah. Smith don't got a, uh, don't got a cuss in his raps to sell records. Well I do. So fuck him so and fuck, fuck him you and too. Fuck you too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. So for for Harvey I had to bring that up. But which, uh, yeah, uh, but so I mean, this his CD was like there were songs I liked, and there's songs that I just like was like, oh my god, is it over yet? Please let it be over. Some of the acapellas at the end of the CD were good though. I'll say that. Like when he does acapella shit, like and he just is busting rhymes, like he can fucking do it. It's just his beat choices are like I'm like this is supposed to be Dre. What the fuck? It was Dre. That's the thing. Yeah, I think Eminem had too much of a say in it. I think Dre needs to slap Eminem inside the head and just fucking take control. I mean, <laughs> we, already, we, we already know that Eminem's a cutie and Dr. Dre got his booty, but... <laughs> but those are our three CDs for this week. We finished. And it's like our fifth rap battle overall, and it's like our third rap battle in a row, I think. So. Right. But I'm not sure who's going to be next on the show, so we will... 
you'll, 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 I guess you'll find out when we put out the episode after this. So, hey, but you'll find out eventually when I find out. So, and actually, the one thing before we do our um, socials, when's your solo album coming out, Misty? I've been waiting like three years for it. Oh, goodness. I honestly can't even give you a good answer for that. I'm hoping soon. I have been, uh, we've been busy, very busy. So I'm working on it. It's coming. Uh, Hopefully within the next like six months to a year, I'll have the whole thing put together and ready to go. But uh, as of right now, it's just just those few that I started off with and uh, the couple features that I've done for now, so. Yes, which mm, Bad Bitch is one of my favorite songs ever, but. <laughs> Thank you. It it's is. It's a lot I of mean, fun. That's the first one I, I ever uh, recorded. Oh, I, I know. And I, as soon as I heard <laughs> it, I was like, yep, I knew it. She could rap. I knew it. Like, I knew, I knew it for years, but I finally just confirmed it. Yeah. I mean, when it gets to your verse, I was like, Oh, oh <laughs> I'm like, honey, go to he the wa- He wanted me to to channel my inner little Kim, is what he said. And I was like, all right, like, because you know, <laughs> he's talking about we we want to be, you know, we're gonna be we're gonna be dirty with it, like that. I'm like, all right, let's go, let's go. So we sat down, and I'm writing, and he's writing, and then I read what I came up with, and he was like, fuck yeah, he's like, that's what I was talking about, like, yes, but uh. No, it was fun. I, yeah, it was a good time. Uh, the way actually the whole thing even happened was because uh, we were in the car. I was listening to Salt and Pepper Shoop. He heard me going along with it, and he was like, "Can you do this uh, with like the karaoke version or whatever, like without the words?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah, I can!" So he puts it on, and I'm I'm driving the car, and I'm just jamming away. And he's like, he halfway through, he's like. We're recording something. That's it. We're recording. So like later on that that evening, we got home and we're looking through beats and we found that one and the hook came together within like honestly, it was like fucking ten minutes, dude. It was crazy. We like we're both just messing around and it and we're like, oh yeah, that sounds that sounds awesome. Oh yeah, that sounds great too. And then the next day we were starting to record and it's one of it's one of everybody's favorites. So it's dope. Oh, because I had fun making one. it. It's a classic, <laughs> like it's a classic couple rap song. And it's just fucking amazing. Like, <laughs> Chancey's got to listen to it. Look what I've been listening to it because I don't think I ever sent it to him. I meant to. Oh, you haven't sent it to me yet. No, definitely have to check it out for sure. Life's been yeah, happy. it was fun. <laughs> but yeah, and and I went on this question too because I thought of this. Or I thought this a couple days ago. and I just fucking totally kept blanking it out. Where the fuck does the name Misty Rain come from? Because, like, did you give it to yourself? Or did, like, Juggalos give it to you? Did Violent J crown it upon you? (laughs) Bro, I I wish I was that cool. No. Um, So Misty is actually my real birth-given name. My parents gave me that name. And no, it's not short for anything. It's just Misty, M-I-S-D-Y. Rain is one of my child's middle names. Uh, One of my children's middle names. (laughs) um so i ended up changing it on facebook because i didn't want my actual last name on facebook 
So I was trying to just come up with something quick, and I happened to think of the, her middle name. I was like, oh, Rain, Rain would fit perfect with Missy and Rain. Like, that's kind of genius. Because uh, every time it's raining out now, if it, if it's Misty outside, I'm like, oh, my God, it's Misty Rain out here. Like, <laughs> it kind of just stuck. Um, a lot of people think that it's my actual name, so... That's pretty cool. I, I just leave it. I'm like, yep, yep, that's my name. Cause I don't know, people are weird. I mean, I mean, I didn't know if it was like actually your name or if like it was just like a juggalette name you chose at one point or another, but or if some juggalos at a concert gave it to you for some reason. I had no fucking clue. Like no. I had my own. I, I I had theories, and some of them were really fucking dirty. But I had theories. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope. but, but I mean, uh, I mean no, my I mean, my old Juggalo nickname, Juggalo Given, was Gigalette, but that's because I'm always laughing and giggling and happy. So, but nobody's called me that in a really long time. So, I was gonna say, I think I saw that in like a TikTok or Facebook post like once, like, and that was it. Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah. Yeah. But. All right. So, where can people find your music, and where can they find you if they want collabs? So, my music is pretty much everywhere on all digital platforms. Uh, like, it's on Amazon, it's on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Uh, probably some that I've never even heard of. It's on there. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> There is, however, one girl shortly after I released some of my songs under the name Misty Rains, this girl released this song. You can find it. You'll find it on YouTube if you end up searching my name. That's why I'm specifying this. It's a song yeah. called Twerk It or something like that. That is not me. <laughs> that is not me. I don't know. What the, I've got... had people send it to me and be like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, that's not me. <laughs> Jesus, that's great. Well, I, I mean, I mean, you did post a TikTok video famously of the uh, casket twerking in your skirt, so. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> the, the swap video, that was great. That's funny. But yeah, so um, basically, uh, yeah, like I said, most digital platforms, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, all the easiest ones, um, Pandora. I'm on TikTok, my, not myself personally i mean my music uh so right now on one of my songs there's over 400 videos to uh haters gonna hate so i'm hoping that that one will blow up a little bit more because once it gets over like 500 videos tiktok does its thing and it just kind of pulls it to more people so that's that's pretty cool to me though people that's pretty cool the best part is like there's there's a bunch of different types of videos to it. There's some with animals and you know someone's got one with their little dog. There's one with this big white fluffy cat. My favorite ones on there though are the ones where um, people are singing along to the song. Like it's got the hook on it, and then it's I think it's got like a minute and a half of the song that TikTok actually allowed it to upload, but. The people, you know, they're making their videos and they're singing along to it and it's, they're singing along to my voice. And it's just so cool to watch because I never thought that I would ever see anybody do that. You know what I mean? So I'm so used to seeing 
famous people's music and people singing along to theirs and to see them singing with mine. I'm just like, this is so weird, but it's awesome. It's fun. hundred <laughs> percent. It has to awesome. be. Which I'm, ho- I'm hoping actually no people can't, uh, people can't do at our podcast videos because they are, they're like 10 minutes long each one. So they can't do it. Oh, yeah. Like or something like that. So yeah. Yeah. TikTok sucks. I wish I could just upload the whole fucking like podcast episode to it, like one clip and like be good. But yeah, I had to I had to break everyone down to ten minutes. So for some of them, that's like six to ten, and it's fucking segments, and it's like it gets to be a pain in the ass after a while. That's why I have I've only yeah. done like four, I've done like four episodes, and I'm trying to get, get time again this weekend and do more. But but search Hansel a lot. Where can they find you in the one place they can find you? Uh, generally on the book. Of faces, as well as this delightful podcast and the other podcast, the uh, Bracket Bastards. Um, they drop on Spotify. I think on Sundays, I believe that's when we yeah. drops. We drops on the Friday because that's the Friday, like, just like all the new album releases. Yeah, and of course you can find both of us on the paranormal the new normal slash maniacal music musings podcasts with an s facebook group and you can find me on twitter and insta as at juggalo bastard and you could find me you can find both of us actually the both of our smiling beautiful sexy faces on tiktok as juggalo bastard podcast and also on YouTube as Maniacal Music Musings channel, which has all of our episodes uploaded because YouTube is awesome, unlike TikTok. So <laughs> it was simply one. It was one. It was like the fifteen episodes in once, and then like three episodes later, it was awesome. So yeah, worked way better <laughs> than TikTok. But that's where you can find us, and we'll be back next week for with some guests. I don't know which one yet, but we'll figure it out. Some dilemma in the hood. We'll figure it out. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good in the hood. And we thank our guest, Misty, for coming on, of course, because another fun guest. Thank you. Just like her fiance was. And thank you so much for having look, me out. Of course. And a little better look at their fiance, too. Just saying. But <laughs> just a smidge. As sexy as the casket is. But <laughs> he is. <laughs> we will see our yeah thank you guys for having me on here i really appreciate uh it's been fun oh my pleasure my pleasure i'm sure chancy's pleasure as well absolutely and I like all the chicks about 200 plus And somehow the worms haven't ate up all of your mouth So the jig's up and she's falling apart Her dead body's in pieces because I fucked her so hard She was sucking my dick and she lost an eye I cut her netting out and took it home to remember her by It's all mine uh, I know that you want me baby I know you want this love girl I know that you want me baby I know you want this love I want some Part of the song where I usually start singing, but I'd much rather talk about pussies, vagina holes, nettings, you know, the sweaty crab shack, as many refer to it as. Roast beef curtains, I'm hurting. 
Steady squirting and I don't give a fuck So let me holla at your butt What's up? Oh girl, 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 girl.